Hello, my name is Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, under two seconds. But is that with the, oh, yeah. It's a bit over two seconds with the, oh, yeah. So, hey, man, it is day 12, and I feel fine, baby. My lips are a bit weird, but apart from that, I feel fine. I survived COVID. Unbelievable. This is a proper episode of Social Distancer. Thank you very much. Along to the shop, I bump into everyone. Say, have you heard? Have you heard the news? There is a podcast called Social Distancer. Share it, like it, tell your friends everything you want to hear about. The greatest public health emergency in any of our lives. Bought every day and it is free. Fucking great than the swearing. So there's never been more COVID in the UK than there has been now. Uh, at the same time, it is Omicron. So the link between deaths and hospitalizations and cases hasn't totally uh, been severed. But the vast majority of the people who are getting this, uh, it is mild and they are recovering and they don't need to be uh, going to hospital. And roughly 50% of the people in the hospital with COVID are in hospital for other things as well. So they're not in hospital because they've got COVID, they're in hospital because they broke their wrist, as an example. Too much calligraphy! And, um, you know, they, you do a test when you go into hospital and they, oh, your bloody calligrapher got your COVID. Um, but having said that, you know, th- there is a widespread sense that the pandemic is something of the past. And, uh, you know, it's a very weird thing whereby it's never actually been as bad as it is now in terms of the, pe- the number of people that have got it. I think it's one in 16 people at the moment, which is unbelievable if you think about that. Yeah. In Scotland, I think I, I think I'm quoting correctly, that it's 9% of people in Scotland have got COVID at the moment. I mean, that is incredible if you think about it. Um, the, uh, what was I going to say? Um, th- this is COVID, by the way. Because I was never like this. I was always on the ball and never kind of mispronounced words, never paused at all, never said the wrong statistics. This is now COVID fog brain. But I was going to say something related to COVID. <laughs> oh, what the hell was it? What was it? Hold on a second. Oh, that's right. That I've remembered now. Right. So um, apparently the boffins in the government think that it's going to peak in about two weeks' time. Well, schools break up in... Um, yeah, they've got two weeks to go until they break up. So it's very weird. Like, it's a really strange situation because uh, the law is going to change on the 1st of April, which is the um, uh, next Friday, so in about six days' time. And that then comes in that you don't need to even be off work if you've got COVID. At the moment, by law, you don't need to be off work, but they kind of recommend it. And then they'll say, like, even if you've got COVID, they're like, you know, fine, you just come into work then. 
So that's going to be really interesting to see, like, what the hell happens, you know. Now, luckily, of course, I'm immune to COVID now. But, of course, the question is, um, for how long? You know, how long? We don't really know how long. Is it a couple of months? It seems that, I mean, I know personally people that have had it within a couple of months, within literally two months. They've had COVID, they're off, they come back, and then they get COVID again two months later. Now, but that was Delta and then Omicron. We don't know about Omicron and then Omicron. Omicron and then Omicron. We don't know about Omicron variant 1, BA1, and then Omicron BA2. So I think I'm pretty certain that I got BA2. So how much, you know, how much time do we have until I get it again? I mean, by the way, I don't want to get it again because I was pretty sick with it, as you know. But at the same time, obviously, it was amazing that, you know, with my SATs of 88, I didn't ever really get into any problems, really. You know, I mean, as you know, you've heard the bloody episodes, haven't you? So that is fantastic. So thank God for BA002 or whatever it's called. Why did I put 00 onto it? Why did I put 00 onto it? Uh, But also, I had a massive amount of vitamin D, which I think... Did me a lot of good. I had a, quite a lot of um, zinc. I was using that anti-nasal spray, Dr. Contos, with iodine in it. And I was being, um, you know, very uh, careful at work, wearing a mask. So I managed to extend it. Like, you know, managed to dodge the thing for two years. Not too bad. Um, but also, like, we got a big dose in our house because we all got it and we're still all coming out of it. Although my son is fine. He wasn't really uh, touched by it too much at all, thank God. Um, You know, so I have to realise that I'm in a very lucky position compared to lots of other people. The average age of people that are dying of this is 82 years old. There is a difference between me, for all of my vulnerabilities and frailties, You know, I'm not 82, for Christ's sake. You know what I mean? Like, I do, I am working. I do have a job where I'm constantly walking around and talking to people and stuff. You know, I'm not sat at a desk, you know, just eating crisps, you know? So I am a kind of active person. Um, So at the same time, you know, I don't particularly want to get it again in the same way that I don't want to get a cold again. But I also know that I've got at least a couple of weeks at least, I mean, like, you know, realistically, a couple of months where I can just not worry too much about it. And of course, the massive difference as well is that the weather is improving, things are getting lighter. And so, um, you know, I don't need to wear that mask anymore, which is fantastic because although they it probably saved my life, the mask, because there's no question about it in the job that I do. Um, you know, you can't social distance from a whole host of different people. Um, you know, and there's no question about it that I would have been uh, very close to COVID multiple times. Like, there's no question about it. You know, there's so many people I know that I work with one on one who have had it. The majority of students that I work with have had it. So, you know, it took a while for me to get it, but I guess it was inevitable. But all things considered, pretty good. But anyway, let's not focus on me too much. 
Um, let's look at the other people. How many people have died? I think it's 185,000 people have died so far from this, and people are still dying from this. And, you know, it's not an easy uh, illness to get at all, although it's much, much more milder than it was. Um, you know, thank God. Still, you need to be careful. And, of course, then this comes into the whole kind of societal take on this, whereby at the moment we're talking about it and it's in the past as if it's all over, but at the same time, um, 16, one in 16 uh, people have got it and higher in some places. So, you know, that is um, kind of terrifying in terms of well, where, how do you position yourself in terms of like, you know, people might have COVID and they might be at work with you in a couple of weeks or they might be kind of dropping off your shopping or whatever, you know. There's still quite a good um, sense of people being responsible with masks and I think that will continue for a while. But also, of course, the other big difference here is because so many people have got it and I'm, I would be, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if the peak is in two weeks because so many people have got it um, you know, so many people are then going to recover from it and then they're going to be immune to it, you know. So hopefully that immunity will build up and, uh, you know, the, the, the disease, the virus, will find it more difficult to find people. Um, and then it's just a question of, well, what happens next? Like, you know, does it get better at uh, reformulating itself to attack those people like me now who have had COVID, you know? So there's still a bit of a kind of question about this. But the idea that it's going to be worse than Omicron, I don't think that... I mean, I who knows? Like, I haven't really... See, the other thing as well is that, you know, for all I, you know, tell other people off for not keeping their eye on the ball, I, of course, am more interested in UFOs and ghosts these days than COVID. Do you know what I mean? Paranormal blip. So... You know, I don't know the kind of latest thinking on is the next strain going to be uh, worse than Omicron? Uh, my feeling is that because I know that if you've had Delta, then you can get Omicron, but you can't if you've then had Omicron, go back to getting Delta, which is really good. So my feeling just from that kind of basic logic is that the next tranche of um, variants will be, you know, at Omicron's level of mildness or even milder. And let's hope that happens. Because although it was a bit tasty, you know, I've had cold, I've had uh, flus that are worse than this. I've had plenty of illnesses that are worse than this. Like I said on day, whatever it was, five or day six or whatever, when it, or maybe day four, when it, before it kind of changed a little bit, around day six, day seven, now I'm on day 11. No, I'm not. I'm on day 12. <laughs> now I'm on day 12 and I can feel like I can speak uh, about my COVID experience. I'm not totally out of the woods. My lips look like, you know, a kind of cartoon character. But, um, you know, uh, if, if, if I get this again, I'm not going to be like, oh my God, oh my God, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? because I'd be very surprised if it's as bad as it was this time. And even if it is this bad, it really wasn't that bad. Yeah? 
yeah anyway uh, let's just confirm the number of, of people but while i do that uh look who's here have you ever seen the sunshine no not pork sunshine i didn't say pork i know you've seen pork that sunshine so 184,096 people have died with COVID-19 on their death certificate in the UK um, so that's easily going to go to 190,000 in the next you know couple of months uh, because you know more than 100 people are dying every day and uh, that dying rate is going up slowly unfortunately um, and, you know, there's plenty of people I know who have had it, who have been vulnerable, who have been okay. Um, some of them, you know, roughly as sick as I have been, but some of them are better than me. Um, but of course, if you are vulnerable, then they are giving this new booster. I mean, the thing about the boosters is that the they're giving boosters to uh, very old people and to immune suppressed people. But I had my booster in October. So although there's a bit of a, well, there still is a good, I think it's about 86% um, protection against hospitalization and like severe illness. And obviously that did come into play with me, you know, because I didn't get hospitalized, did I? No. Um, but having said that, when you get the booster first, it's 95%. So that falls quite a lot, you know, uh, five months is quite a long time and uh, there's no other jab on the horizon for me there is converse, conversation about um, them rolling out again in the autumn so but at the same time you know uh, <laughs> again again I'm trying to uh, talk about the seriousness seriousness of all of the many people that have died and at the same time, can you hear the joy in my voice? Because I've survived. Hooray! I've survived COVID. <laughs> How amazing is that? Huh? What were the bets that I'd survive? I know. You were like thinking, this is good. I'm going to meet everyone at the funeral. I can't wait for his funeral. Everyone's going to be there. Papa Sancho is going to be there. Maximum twice. Oh, I haven't seen Maximum twice for years. God, I can't wait to see Maximum twice again, but I'm going to have to wait for my own funeral to see Maximum twice. <laughs> but if you are one of the few people that haven't had COVID, here is my uh, advice. How to survive COVID. Not that you need my advice. But I'm going to give it to you anyway. Right, number one, get some saline, uh, some seawater solution with iodine in it. Dr. Contos, um, that's the brand I use. It's expensive stuff. But I really think the, the major thing is when you do a test and you realize you've got COVID, you've got to get the dose down like straight away. And I was way on that. Like I was putting so much of that bloody iodine up my nose and squirting it into the back of my throat as well like no mucking about right i was doing that so get some of that um also i was listerining the back of my throat as well you know so it's, uh, and the other thing as well of course is the vitamin d and the zinc 100 milligrams of vitamin 
of, of zinc and sorry not a hundred but a, a, yeah a hundred milligrams of, of zinc this is covid fog fog brain and a massive amount of vitamin d huge amount of vitamin d six tablets and each of the tablets is um uh, 300 3000 ui so that's 18000 ui i was taking so that's a lot is that right yeah i think that's the we discussed this earlier god i tell you i mean one thing as well is that well i'm not over it is that i do feel a bit out of it still you know i'm not totally like on it as you can like you're listening to this you don't need me to tell you that i don't that i'm not on it yeah um, so, but yeah, it was, I think that was a, a big part of, of it. I, I was resting. There were some days when I had to sleep and I had to rest, but at the same time, our, uh, child was off. So we needed to take care of, of our son, you know, so I couldn't just like lay in bed all day, day after day after day. That wasn't an option. So there's plenty of days, most of the days where I was kind of up and doing things and kind of had to, if you know what I mean. Which is like realistic, you know what I mean? Like most families, if they've all got COVID together, you've got to like, you know, try to entertain and educate the child as best as you can with COVID. Um, and having said that, like, of course, it wasn't that bad, was it? You know, it wasn't as if I needed to be in bed for for days. And if I think about it, looking back, I think it was a bit easier than I thought it would be because I really did think I'd be in bed for three days like solid three days and I wasn't in bed for three days solid so you know but I and I do, do think that that mitigations those uh, protocols of the vitamin C and zinc and the iodine um, you know up the nose nasal spray I think that really helped and eating good food as well we, we kind of made a point of eating really healthy um good food lots and lots of vegetables which i think really helped as well so um yeah pretty good and now i'm immune to, uh, and i can't wait to go out you know we've got a long list of things that we can't wait to do which i'm really looking forward to doing but now we're going to go into a short um interlude and then i'm going to talk sausage johnson Ha, ha, ha. 
So much has happened in the last um, while since I spoke about Boris Johnson. Um, basically, the war in Ukraine has shifted thinking with the Tory party and with the public as well on the party gate uh, uh, scandal. Um, and the thinking is, I think, generally speaking, that you know he's kind of managed to uh, override that. Not sure everybody agrees with Douglas Rees Jones. What's that guy name? That that guy name? That weird guy. What's his name? Michael Focus Jones. Mog. Mog. His name Mog. Mog is in the name. Mog something. You know Mog. <laughs> Mog has said that um, that it's just like fluff. He described it as fluff. Now, I don't think everybody agrees that it's fluff. Um, but people also think, well, uh, you know, the Ukraine-Russia war is more important. I think that's quite fair to say, you know, uh, is a more important thing to uh, kind of be concerned about. And so let's see let's see what happens now you know we haven't had the met police's um thing on this in a way it doesn't from the kind of political point of view the power resides in the tory mps so if the tory mps are happy with boris johnson you know going to poland and doing all the stuff he's doing from the point of view of being a kind of like statesman a world statesman then they're not going to replace him, whether he gets a fine or whether he doesn't get a fine or whatever. And the opinion polls, unbelievably, have recovered um, for the Tories as well. So although Labour are ahead, they're only ahead by about two points now. And the the um, Tories are down from the low um, 30s, like 31. They're back to 35 or so. So, you know, I mean, one thing that's interesting is Rishi Sunak, who was seen as the golden boy. And his spring statement went down like a like a, a bucket of sick, didn't it? I mean, everybody came out against it. It's so um, egregious. Is that the word? Sounds like a good word. I don't know what it means, but I'll just use it anyway. Um, you know, the the idea. The, the, there's so many like things that to criticise about that about that statement. I mean, one of the clearest ones is saying, "Oh yeah, I'm going to give you a." tax cut, um, cut income tax by 1p, but I'm going to do it before 2024, which is when the election is due. And you think, well, come on, pal, like, you know, this is now the time when 1.3 million people are going to go into poverty in the next couple of months because of the cost of living crisis, the energy rates going up and, you know, all the rest of it, everything else is going up. Um, Inflation is um, rising wildly and so you know now was the time to step in and he didn't step in and also some interesting questions about his own family's connection to uh, companies that trade in uh, Russia as well so he came off as tetchy he came off as arrogant in these interviews the day after the spring statement it basically wasn't a good look for him 
And on the other side then, Liz Truss, the Foreign Secretary, got uh, Nazardim Zadari's Ratcliffe, if that's the name, uh, freed, you know, um, after a long, long time. So I think that is, you know, good for her, obviously. It wasn't just her, but you know, there's plenty of people. There was five people that said it. And um, Nazardim herself was very critical, saying, like, you know, why does it take five foreign secretaries like one of them had to do it in the foot in uh, like at some point and it's amazing that this didn't happen six years ago I mean the whole thing was a total joke you know and um, it's only because there's now talk obviously of well actually maybe Iran who's got loads of energy loads of oil can give some of that to us I mean it's like blatant horrifying politics you know it's not hidden at all, you know what I mean? Um, you, but, you know, on the kind of face of it, that looks really good for Liz Truss. So let's see in terms of, you know, who takes over from Boris Johnson. I really don't think that, from a Tory point of view, going into an election in three years' time, or whatever it is, two years' time, with um, Boris Johnson is a good idea. I think that they will fail miserably if he is their leader um, and the, we've got the May elections and we also do you know we don't we can't quite rule out that although everybody's addicted to the news of coming out of Ukraine at the moment you know people even now like people's uh, uh, focus on it is drifting a little bit so in a couple of months time or certainly in a couple of years time if this is a kind of ongoing entrenched um, war you know our, our focus is going to going to obviously go on to different things you know so it's not all plain sailing for Boris Johnson but certainly the crisis is over uh, in terms of party gates and the kind of immediate sense that he was going to be removed in a couple of weeks I imagine that quite a lot of the people that wrote letters have taken their letters out because they've realized that you know the momentum isn't um, isn't with them anymore. So, um, yeah, we'll just have to see what happens. So the next time I'm going to be doing one of these episodes is if the Queen gets COVID or if Biden gets COVID or if uh, any other reason, really. But, um, yeah, probably not for a while. If, obviously, I get worse, if my lips um, swelling... It's just the first part of a whole body swell. <laughs> then I'll try to uh, grab the phone and press record as I swell up like something out of um, Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. Who is it? Um, Buzzberry Blueberry? Does she do that? Veronica Blueberry? Is that a name? Something like that. Anyway, um, yeah, it's been very nice talking to you. Thank you so much for your love and your support. I mean, that's the other thing. That is actually the defining difference. It doesn't matter how much vitamin D you take. Oh, by the way, I do take an um, effervescent tablet every day as well, which has got vitamin C in it and a few other vitamins in it as well. Um, but that's not the key thing. The key thing is lots of people um, sending you their, their love and their best wishes and their regards... Uh, that's the key thing, I think. Yes. So, if you can, do a podcast for two years. 
gain a kind of following and then get COVID, if you can do that. You've probably got time if you start now. Um, yeah, so listen, I'll talk to you very soon. Um, I mean, who knows when the Queen gets COVID or if the Queen dies as well, which is probably going to be the thing that happens. But you never know. You never know Biden might get COVID. You know Biden. I am the President of the United States of America, clothed in immense power. So Biden might get COVID, and if he does, then I'll record again. Um, but having said all of that, goodbye. And listen, if you haven't listened to Paranormal Blip, then maybe you want to give it a try. We've got episodes on the Shadow Biosphere. We've got episodes on uh, Chains of the Sea. That's a good one, where I read out Chains of the Sea, the um, incredibly influential um, 1970s short story. It's two and a half hours long, for crying out loud. And we've got episodes on everything, really. UAPs, a very good ghost story, me talking about reincarnation, my parents' book. A um, whole bunch of different things. So you can find that on the Paranormal Blip. Yes, I haven't done an episode for a long time. Last one was Bob Lazar, who's a very interesting character. Um, but nevertheless, I will talk to you at some point in the future. So take care. See you later. And walk between the raindrops. Sundays, fucking great dancing. Oh.